welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good morning and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. It is absolutely gorgeous here in Seattle and a lot of kids aren't in school. In fact, Benny's little cute ones are going to be here in the studio at some point. They'll be arriving momentarily. It yeah. is midwinter break. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So the traffic was amazing yeah. too. Yeah, you know, so, like yeah. I got here in plenty of time, got to relax and all of these lovely things. So hopefully you can look out your window or maybe you are outside right mm-hmm. now and just kind of get a, a snapshot of what your environment looks like so that you can get present One of my favorite things to do on the show is to actually interview other people who I believe are on the leading edge of thought. And today is one of those days where we're going to spend a half an hour talking about an incredible author who's actually coming to Seattle in the first part of March um, to teach a beautiful evening class on You Are Enough, which is the title of his upcoming book, Panash Desai is a best-selling author, thought leader, and business and life catalyst. His loving and passionate presence and unique power of insight have transformed countless individuals, organizations, and companies across the globe. Through his gift of energetic transformation, Panach empowers people to break free from suffering and limitations, guiding them into greater states of connection, collaboration, and love. What a beautiful thing to be able to do in the world. This mastery delivers astonishing levels of personal and professional success, allowing him to discover and live a life that is truly without limits. Welcome to the show, Panach. Thank you. It's great to be here with you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we just love that you're here. We just love it. So what inspires you to, you know, care so much about humanity? My children. Oh, Uh, really? I think that for me, uh, we as conscious human beings that are alive at this time have a responsibility to transform what we have unresolved in us so that we pass on an inheritance to our children that's peaceful, that's loving, mm-hmm. that's conscious. And mm-hmm. regardless of where you are right now in your life, every single one of you has the same spiritual DNA. You have the same access to infinite potential. The only problem is that we as a, an entire planet of people have forgotten how transformation really happens. And it happens at the level of energy, vibration, and frequency. Right. So my commitment in delivering this message of you are enough into the world is to help people remember that they're loved for who they are, not what they have and not what they do. And in supporting people through vibrational transformation through over 20 years now of working with people, I've discovered that the more we are available to be who we are, the more we can relax into the acceptance of who we are and embrace the perfection of our design, the more we have access to this infinite field of potential. And the more than in turn we're able to integrate um, all of these samskaras or imprints that are in our subconscious that then liberate this infinite field of potential to go to work on our behalf in every area of life and living. And so my life has been dedicated to supporting people like you and everyone that's listening in truly recognizing that their individuality is their superpower and that their life is a blessing on this earth. Yeah, it absolutely is. I mean, every being is a divine part of creation, you know, just perfect, exactly the way they are. Deepak Chopra says that you bring a practical spirituality and awakening with elegance and simplicity. And through this gift of energetic transformation, you help break free um, the suffering that many people feel and the limitations, which is what you're going to be doing here when you're in Seattle on March 5th, um, doing a beautiful talk about your 
newest and most, I'm sure, delicious book, because I'm sure every book as you're writing it and having fun and diving into it, it's so delicious. Um, you Are Enough is the title of the book. Yes, it is. And yeah. I'm, I'm honored that Deepak actually uh, gave me that wonderful endorsement. He's, uh, and of course, an amazing pioneer in yes. and mind-body-spirit connection. Yeah, he's a, been a on the show and, a couple times. So yeah. I'm deeply honored to be coming to Seattle to be with the people of Seattle and to empower them in this ancient wisdom and truth that's timeless right. so that we can begin to transform our modern circumstance. You know, we're living in what I believe is the most important decade in human history. You know, we literally have 10 years to unwind a lot of the most pressing issues that we're facing as a species, some of which even threaten our existence. And so we as individuals are living in an age of personal empowerment. And what I love the most is helping people be empowered in their own transformation, helping them access their own intuition, supporting them in recognizing that they're not what their parents spoke over them, that they're more than a unit of production and consumption that they're not their conditioning, they're not their limitations, and that in a singular moment, everything can change. And so I'm beyond thrilled to be able to have time with everybody uh, in Seattle and, uh, of course, uh, have people experience the book and go through that journey in advance so then when we're together, we can just dive straight into how transformation really happens, how we can evolve and mature in who we are, and then in turn, how we can be a loving presence in this world and facilitate our collective evolution. Right. And, you know, their meet and greet starts at 6, 6.45 on March 5th. This is for the premier ticket holders. And then between 7.30 and 9 is the main event where you will be transforming the audience through frequency and vibration. And then 9 to 9.30 is the book signing of You Are Enough, which is a fabulous title, by the way, because it's so incredibly true. Everyone is beyond the beyond. Um, And you write in here, if you've spent a measurable amount of time working to better yourself in some ways and yet still feel stuck in your life, unable to level up, join me, meaning you, Pasha, on this beautiful March 5th event um, when you come to Seattle. It's going to be very exciting. It will be. You know, I feel like we all are answering a call right now. And that call is to come to a place of authenticity inside of ourselves. I feel like we're beginning to recognize that we can't just transform at the level of the mind, that we have to begin to shift the level of vibration, energy, and frequency, which, of course, is a part of my cultural heritage. Uh, in India, you would go sit with uh, somebody who's realized or actualized, and just through their presence alone, you would transform. And most of my life and my early childhood make, made absolutely no sense to me. Uh, I would just sit next to people, all of a sudden they would just start unburdening themselves with their problems and issues, experiencing whatever they had on an emotional level that was unresolved. And as a child, they would say that they would get up and they would be sparkly. Um, and at first, when it began happening, I had no context for it, even though I'd been told my whole life that that's what I was here to do. Mm-hmm. And as I got older, I began to recognize the blessing in what I once considered to be a burden, because we're all highly sensitive, we're all empathic, we all have these gifts and abilities, and in fact, they're not that big a deal. It's just that we need to remember them, and we need to be safe enough to be able to explore them and share them in this world. And so my deepest wish for everyone that's coming is that they recognize that there's a place of suffering inside of them, regardless of what they've attained, regardless of what they've done, uh, even if they're in the transformational space, that more often than not, we have these places inside of us that have yet to be embraced and loved. And what I want to do is support everyone in knowing that all that they are is loved and welcomed, especially the parts of society has conditioned us in some way to judge or criticize or in some way hide 
especially those parts, because it's in our shadow and through the illumination of our shadow that our greater light potential is revealed and unleashed. And um, so I'm just beyond excited, and, and, <laughs> and it's great being here with you. Because I yes. Know you all of this stuff. And, of course, uh, and so does our audience. We have a, a very yeah. aware, conscious audience. Yeah, um, so it's time, it's time for everyone that's listening to really be supported in embodying everything that we've known. You know, uh, Deepak's laid such a great framework for all of us in understanding that we're pure awareness, pure being, and pure potential, and that we have a mind, we have a body, and we have emotions, but that's not really who we are, that we're this field of awareness. And my greatest joy is in providing people access to that field of awareness you know, so in that your, they can embody presence. In your book, you, um, of course, I've read um, quite a bit of it, and there's, an, there's some areas that I really loved, so I thought I would share those and we could potentially talk about you know, these lovely things you've written. Um, this comes directly from you, RNF. Um, a good portion of your mental energy is involved in dealing with what has been done to you, the wrongs that have taken you in your life and the world, the times you, were, you felt victimized, taken for granted, unappreciated, and abused. Much of this remaining energy is taking up with you regrets and shame, worrying about the wrongs you committed and how and when you may be found out. And that is so completely true, which, of course, this is a complete waste of energy, right? All of that, you know, awareness to these aspects of ourselves that we're so, you know, focused on because we have a very challenging and difficult time remaining present and just being in the essence of who we truly are. But I love the way you wrote this because I think this is like a call to action to help people to recognize that this is a complete and total waste of your life force. Right. And, and also it's not entirely their fault because the entire Western paradigm is based in the mind mm-hmm. and changing our thoughts or mental process in order to affect transformation in life. Whereas in every esoteric Eastern traditional path, it's always been about energy, vibration, and frequency. And so in the Chinese energy system, it's about the liberation of qi. And in India, it's about how do we liberate the prana? How do we liberate the life force energy? And also, how do we optimize the flow of that life force energy and potential, that infinite intelligence that lives at the base of our spine, which we call Shakti? How do we allow that energy to move through every vibrational center in an unimpeded way? And so I've become completely immersed in all of this. I'm a student of it. I'm constantly talking about it, constantly expressing it, and uh, have really gotten to some very basic fundamentals that I believe, regardless of where you are on your journey, will, will facilitate you really embodying the oneness that you know is your birthright. Yeah, that's very beautiful. Uh, again, back to this you know, whole place about feeling victimized, and yes, I mean, we are taught as human beings to focus on the negativity of ourselves, but isn't it just amazing and powerful, and I'm sure that's what you'll be doing in the transformation session that you'll have here on March 5th, just helping people to just disengage from these old patterns that have nothing to do with their authentic identity. Right. So basically when we're trained that transformation happens at the level of the mind or identification happens at the level of the mind, then all of our life force energy is consumed and dominated by mind. And what we're going to do when we're together is liberate the soul from the dominance of the ego and the mind mm-hmm. and the body to mm-hmm. where now you can fully embody that infinite field of potential. And one of the things that happened to me actually when everything began was I began to have a series of visions and I began to see how things would unfold. And one of the visions that I had was of individuals that are listening right now fully embodying who they are and just walking down the street. And through them fully embodying who they are, meaning that field of pure potential that they are, they were then facilitating this greater remembrance in every human being that they came into contact with. 
And I believe now at this point in our evolution, especially with you know, energy healing and mindfulness and all of these things, breath work, all of these ancient practices now having a modern context, that the world is now ready more than any other point. And so what's missing is that spark of grace, that, that ignition of that potential. Once that happens, all of these practices become enlivened. And the enlivening mechanism in India is Shaktipat. Now, I call it vibrational transformation. But really what that does is it liberates that infinite potential that we have inside, and it facilitates our accelerated evolution. It also eliminates everything, every imprint that we have at the level of the subconscious mind. Because, of course, we now know that that's where our limitation is. It's either a suppressed memory, a repressed emotion, or it's a programming or a belief that's been deeply embedded inside of us. Right. All of these things are called samskaras. Right. And so literally in our time together, we'll be freeing you of all of these samskaras, we're liberating you of all of this repressed or suppressed emotion, and most importantly of all, restoring you to inner integrity and harmony. Well, and you also write from the book, you know, from the perception of the highest understanding of your soul, life is naturally unfolding expansion in which everything is happening in perfect divine order. And that's what happens when you finally are able to let go of fear, which to me is the same thing as the ego. When you're finally able to do that, then you can actually see how beautiful everything is, how gorgeous it is. Even all the stuff that you thought was terrible just becomes magically powerful and amazing and perfect. And I had a... I had a moment that speaks perfectly to that, actually, in 2002, 2003. I was in California at the time, and I'd gotten to a point where I'd been told my whole life that I was here to be a messenger. And I said, well, all right, if I'm here to do this, then I need to experience who or what God is, because in the absence of that experience, I can't look at a mother who's just lost her child and say that everything's unfolding in divine perfection. I'm not going to be that person. And so literally, wave after wave of emotion and just all of this content, a short lifetime's worth, began to move through me. And there's a moment in that experience where everything just became this brilliant golden light, just this infinite field of potential. And the feeling associated with it was one of just love, but it's beyond the, the definition of the word love itself. Right. And in that moment, I realized that this is who we are, that this is what life is, that this is why we're here. And that the more we disengage from all of these things that we've identified with falsely, and the more we're supported by being in the presence of a catalyst to... to to transmute these energies, the more we're able to return to that optimal state of being. And that, in truth, when we go through that transformation, it's in that moment that we're able to live in samadhi, which is this state of union where there's no longer a disruption internally in our experience in relationship to what's happening externally. Mm -hmm. And so it's, um, it's an exciting time, and everything that everyone has done has led up to this moment. And I just can't wait to be with everybody and, uh, and hold their hand and guide them the rest aw, of the way. Yeah. And you've generously are giving away two tickets as well to your beautiful talk here on March 5th. And so Benny and I will be um, um, helping people get those tickets so that they can come to your beautiful, you know, explanation and transformational project with your beautiful book, you know, You Are Enough. You know, one of the things that I've noticed when... I do receive information that, of course, nobody wants to hear. Nobody wants to hear that someone's going to die or, in, or to really get into that grace of understanding why transformation occurs in the, in the physical form. Every single time that's happened, the love, as you were just talking about, is just so intense and beautiful and gracious. It, it, it empowers you, you know, to have this moment of being in this in alignment with the divine. And, and no matter how terrible the situation would be from our egotistical brain, 
in that beautiful awakening moment. It is just so beautiful. You're transformed in that moment. And I think as people begin to awaken through the wonderful work you're doing, they can keep coming back to that high vibrational place where everything is really is perfect and beautiful and amazing and have that felt context of what the frequency feels like when you are in, in your ego mind suffering. What's beautiful about what you're saying is my um, daughter Celeste is now five, was born with a congenital heart defect. And we were told actually, even when she was in the room, that she probably wouldn't make it. She'd need palliative care. And if she did make it, then she would need immediate medical intervention. And so she spent the first 18 months of her life in the hospital and went through five open heart procedures and flatlined for eight minutes during one of them. Wow. And so death is a, an amazing catalyst for life. It is. And I realized that our suffering is perpetuated through holding on to some outcome as it relates to ourselves or even others. And that as long as I was holding on to an outcome, even the outcome that she lives and that she's healthy and that she makes it, that I was suffering. And there was a moment in that journey with her uh, that led up to me being able to write You Are Enough, uh, in which I just fully surrendered mm -hmm. and fully was able to let go of her journey, and not just her journey, but mine and everybody else's. And when we do that, all of a sudden there's no fear anymore, and there's this grace that's present. And we realize all along that grace has been guiding us, that grace has been moving us, that right. grace has been bringing us the right people that we have to meet to provide us the exact solution that's required. And so I'm saying this to everybody because I don't want crisis to be the catalyst for you to wake up to who you are. It's time now to consciously allow yourself to realize that more is available to you and that once you are aligned, you have access to an infinite abundance of grace, an infinite abundance of every energy and vibration that you could ever want to, be on, to begin to move beyond wherever you are now. And so uh, it's great that you shared that because for, in many ways, it was that experience of going through everything with Celeste that allowed this body of work to come through, you know, which I believe is the reason why I was born. You know, that was an incredible story because it's so hard as a parent in particular to let go of a child that has a physical life-threatening issue. And, and yet that is when we, you know, when we're in that place of vulnerability, that authentic place of vulnerability, that's when we're most empowered, you know, when we can really surrender. And then you can hear creation too, so that if things don't go the way, of course, our mental mind wants them to go, you are you know, given beautiful gems of consciousness about why this event is occurring, which really has nothing to do with us at all, you know, really. Exactly. Right, all about your beautiful baby and whatever she wanted to discover and whatever she wanted to experience. And so that's a very powerful, beautiful story. And that's, of course, you know, what you're known for as well as your storytelling. In fact, you've, um, of course, appeared with Oprah on her Emmy Award-winning Super Soul Sunday. I'm sure telling all kinds of beautiful wonderful stories, which you will do on March 5th as well when you're here in Seattle, you know, allowing the story and telling to help others to recognize that it's just not the words about transformation that really allow people to move into expanded consciousness. It's, it's about your own personal experiences and how you're able to hold the vibration of, of your own internal transformation to elicit that vibration in others. Yeah, that was a great conversation because I think it was the first time in mainstream media on any outlet where all of a sudden uh, this idea of energy, vibration, and frequency uh, became uh, something that was uh, brought into the mainstream and the forefront. And our conversation around change your energy, change your life was really the entry point into that. And what I began to notice, and I was so humbled by this, 
was that more and more people began to realize the power of working with vibration and frequency and energy. And there was an uptick in people learning modalities or techniques or tapping into their own intuitive abilities. And it's prompted this whole wave of people now that are able to stand in that truth and, uh, and to be able to own it because it was very powerfully legitimized in that episode with Oprah. Yeah, just lovely. Just Yeah, it, it's it, when you can embody your own transformation or your aspects of your own emergence into expanded consciousness, that really does affect audiences who are sitting with you or listening to you. It really does affect them because their body starts to emanate that same frequency that you're holding. Yeah, it's very powerful. Yeah, very yeah. fun. Wonderful. Yay. So how long did it take you to write You Are Enough? Well, it, I, the answer is my whole life, <laughs> uh, and that's the truth. And um, I was honored enough to be interviewed by a, a leading journalist in literature and came over to my house and we sat down and um, asked me that same question. They said, you know, there's a, a moment in the life of every creative where there's a body of work that just flows through them and it's the reason why they were born. And uh, I, I feel that way about this book. I really feel like it's the book that I was always meant to write. It's the book that was always meant to flow through me into this world. And it's the message that I was always meant to deliver. And of course, when we look at what's happening in the context of the world and the global situation, there's no greater need right now than for people to realize that they're enough and that they have the power that they to transform inside of them. That they have, they have the ability to move beyond their circumstance by shifting their vibration and frequency and by really turning and facing what they've been afraid to deal with and look at inside of themselves. And so um, the answer is my whole life. Yeah, that's a great answer. I really like that. Um, so you, you Are Enough experience. Um, your nationwide tour starts March 5th in Austin, Texas. So right now you're in Florida, and you'll be heading all over the country talking about your book and signing books, and we're so blessed to have you here on March 5th here in Seattle. Thank you. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to meeting everybody and being with everyone again. You know, it's been a very uh, interesting five-year window because uh, I went from traveling extensively to literally uh, working with people exclusively through the phone mm-hmm. and through technology. And so I'm so deeply honored to be back out there again on tour and, Yay. and, and be able to do so because now we're, we've moved through whatever we have to as a family internally, as individuals and collectively. And uh, I'm now uh, in a place where I have a comfort level in, in traveling again and being Good. out and really expressing this at this time. Good. And I think that's so lovely that, you know, when individuals really listen to their own inner energy system and do what is in the vibrational aspect that's in their highest good in the moment. So it's so lovely that you're ready for this, you know, nationwide tour at the same time that your book is ready. And oh, that's beautiful. That's really wonderful. And it's, it's so fun to be with individuals who are, um, everyone's coming together. Hundreds of, you know, beings are coming together at the same time to shift their frequency because that, that also is incredibly powerful. I host the conference every year, and, and uh, this year we'll have probably close to about 1,000 to 1,500 people. And the collective field that's generated there amplifies the breakthroughs. And so as much as I love working with ind- people individually, and in some cases I have to because people are just too busy to travel or to come to see me in person, uh, or we're dealing with things that are sensitive uh, on a government level or personal level or uh, issues that affect their organizational structure, um, I love the in-person events, and I love that FaceTime, because in a world where we've found this false sense of connection through technology, particularly social media, it's nice to revert back to nature and to, and to recognize that there really is a transformative effect when we're in the room with each 
other. Yeah. Um, we get to look at each other. We get to be with each other. We get to support one another yeah. through whatever we're going through. And so I'm deeply excited again to be out in the world and, and to be sharing in that way because for me, some of my most meaningful moments have happened. Being in a room with somebody when someone's on the verge of committing suicide or someone's on the verge of giving up and to see their transformation and breakthrough and to have them come up to me at the end of the talk or the interaction and say, thank you, you know, it's given me a new lease on life is the reason why I get up and do everything that I do every day. It's really, and, really lovely. Uh, and so it's wonderful. I can't wait to be with everyone in Seattle. Yeah. All of Seattle should come. <laughs> Not just Seattle, but every neighboring area. Right. As well. And uh, let's begin to bring this possibility and potential of oneness that we all know is available to us into actualization. And let's do it together. So this is an East-West event, and the beautiful event will be held at the Seattle First Baptist Church in Harvard, um, downtown Seattle. Lovely church. I was there recently. Gorgeous. So you really want, if you want to come and see Ponchi, which I know you want to, you're going to have a beautiful time, um, you're going to go ahead and go to eastwestbookshop.com and register for whatever event you want to occur. Um, There's the 6 to 6.45 p.m., the 7.30 to 9 event, and then 9 to 9.30 is the book signing. All of those will be available, and you're going to be there with your powerful, strong energy. And we're going to be giving away two tickets during the show so that people here in Seattle can um, come and see you during this beautiful and wonderful event. And I want to thank you so much for coming on the show today, and thank you so much for writing your book. You are enough. It's amazing. Thanks for having me on the show, and it's a delight, as always, to be able to share these ideas and express these uh, frequencies out into the world and, and to have it happen in a place where community of people that are already so aware and so open to this conversation and so it's a joy for me because everyone just in feeling into the energy of what's happening here already knows that they're meant to be where they're meant to be in order to evolve into who they are and so my request is answer the call pre-order the book i can't wait to meet you i can't wait to support you and no matter where you are now know that there is more available to you and we'll guide you into that more in a sustainable way It sounds beautiful. Thank you so much. Safe travels to Seattle and have a beautiful day in Florida. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, Panache. And uh, 877-825-8828 is the number for the Marie Manutrey Show. If you want to get in for our uh, second half of the show, we're going to do readings, right? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And we'll be taking two people's Mm -hmm. information and sending them tickets to Panache's show here um, March 5th Mm -hmm. with East West Bookshop. There you go. We'll be right back with more from Marie. Cut me up like a knife and I feel it deep in my bones. Marie is doing it again. She's headed to Greece for another fabulous retreat on the island of Syros. This time it's a week-long adventure with sun, swimming, incredible food, daily yoga, and a four-star accommodation which will include intimate and powerful teachings to help you manifest your dreams into your reality. Space is limited to just 25 lucky and blessed individuals who are ready to generate an astonishing life. Even if you're not sure what possibilities are in store for you, this retreat in glorious Greece will propel you into the vibrational awareness you crave. You will learn, practice, and play with lecture, meditation, and enjoy all the spectacular land and seascapes this magnificent and remote location has to offer. For more information or to book your accommodations, visit energyintuitive.com or call 425-485-4800. 
888-888-8813 for this amazing retreat. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 AM. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Hi, this is Marie Mendicherry, and I'm excited to share upcoming online courses that I'll be offering in 2020. Mastering the What If Phenomenon. April 22nd and 29th of 2020. As many of you know, we talk a lot about the phenomenon of What If Questions. What If Questions, to me, are the equivalent to affirmations. However, they have a kick to them. We're working on numbing the ego so that it doesn't scare us every time we work on creating and manifesting something in our life. I personally believe that affirmations don't work very well because the ego mind is intimidated by things that we affirm that we have yet to create a belief system about. So what if questions resolve that conflict because the ego is not threatened by curiosity. So when we ask a what if question, what if I easily receive wealth, we quickly create a belief system in the neurotransmitters. I believe what if questions work a thousand times faster than affirmations, which sometimes affirmations can take over 10 years to create the belief system in your brain. So April 22nd and 29th of 2020, I will be offering a two-part 90-minute course, 7 to 8.30, yes on Wednesdays again, on mastering what-if phenomenon. So you can quickly create the belief systems that you desire to manifest the things that you have already really placed into motion so you can allow them into your life and have the life of your dreams. I hope you can join me. The most dangerous day for a newborn is her first day of life. Every 31 seconds, an infant dies from infections, pneumonia, malnutrition, but she doesn't have to die. For more than 60 years, Project Hope has been saving lives around the world, delivering medicines and supplies, giving newborns a healthy start, making sure her first day of life is not her last, because everyone deserves hope. To volunteer or learn more about Project Hope, visit projecthope.org slash newborns. Did you know a shift in your relationship with your mom could transform your relationships in life? It's true, and we're sharing how. Starting today, you have the chance to claim your ticket to the Mother-Daughter Summit for free. My name is Ana Paula Muñoz, and I'm a spiritual architect. And along with my mother, Adriana Olguin, a conscious parenting mentor and school principal, we're hosting this event for you. Join us for a series of transformational conversations where you will learn from the top experts in the fields of personal development, psychology, and spirituality. They will be sharing their best practices, tools, and a special gift with you so you can easily apply what you learn into your life and create lasting results. Claim your free ticket at themotherdaughtersummit.com. We launch on February 20th, so sign up now at www.themotherdaughtersummit.com. Get your daily dose of variety. Alternative Talk, 1150. I love that song. It is so pretty. Who sings that? Uh, it would be Cheat Codes featuring Demi Lovato. Oh, it's beautiful. That's actually the name of the person, Cheat Codes. I know it sounds really silly, but hey. It's no, a, it's, it's great. It's great. And no lo- promises. No promises. Oh, no promises. I love this song. It's so nice. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, yeah. everyone. 
And, and of course, we're giving away tickets, but we already gave away one. So yep. we have one more to give away. Of course, mm-hmm. people in Seattle who are uh, calling in, those are the people who are going to get the tickets because, of course, we get people calling from all over the country. So who do we have on the phone lines right now? Yeah, we'll give out the number as well, 877-825-8828 for the Marie Manuturi Show. And again, in the first half, we had uh, Panache Desai, and now the second half, yes. we're opening up the line. So we'll take uh, Gail calling in from Portland to start things off. Hi, Gail. Hi. Hi. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Of course, Gail. What can I do for you? And thanks for waiting. I know you've been waiting since the beginning of the show, so thank you so much. Oh, it's worth it, definitely. <laughs> um, I have a, a friend who, um, she had a, a blood transfusion. She's been dealing with a low iron. Mm-hmm. And she had a blood transfusion about three weeks ago, mm-hmm. and they asked her to come in yesterday and do another one, mm-hmm. and uh, they could not complete it. Um, her blood pressure was went sky high wow yeah and she's got bronchitis at this time too so Mm -hmm. she asked me to call and see if you could oh she's so sweet so so you're like her surrogate you're calling in the show to get information for her and you know blood is such an interesting thing that when 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 um facilities do type and cross match, they have to be super, super careful because people can have reactions like what your friend had. In fact, as a nurse, we had to like monitor patients as they're getting their transfusions. Yes. You know, it's just, it's so bizarre that this beautiful stuff that runs in our body could actually affect someone's blood pressure just as it drops into the vein. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. It's really incredible. Sure. But your friend's going through some major grief and she's, and I mean, no disrespect at all, but she's not the type of person to actually do her inner work. You know what I mean? She's not. No, she isn't. Right. So it, she needs to go get some therapy or, you know, attend some workshops or go get some energy work. You know, she needs to start doing some inner work. The blood is governed by the first chakra in the body, and it governs all the bones, too, and the bone marrow. And it's, a, it's about how one felt when they were a child growing up. And because she hasn't done inner work, it's now starting to affect her. After so many years, if we if we don't do inner work and it's maybe something our soul wants us to accomplish, like to heal something like maybe, you know, family of origin issues that aren't just about this lifetime, but about, of course, about multiple lifetimes as well. Um, and we don't do it for whatever reason, you know, because uh-huh. we have free will. We can do whatever we want. Sometimes the body starts to respond. It's one of the ways that our higher self communicates to us and goes, you said you wanted to work on this in this lifetime. OK, now it's starting to affect your energy system down to the physical. And then the bronchitis, it shows that there's just a very deep heart wound going on right now. So it would be important for her to get some therapy, some energy work, go to a conference, do something to help her to move through these aspects that she's not allowing herself to have an awareness of that she doesn't think is important or necessary, but they really, really are. She has what heart her heart, it, it, she's in deep grief, you know, and she's unconscious to it. You know what I mean? She's yeah. unconscious to the grief. Yes. So it's starting to affect her body. Yeah. Yes. And there's, Very true. there's a huge place of first family issues. But here's what you need to do. And Panchi described this really well when we were just talking to him you know, on the yeah. air. That uh-huh. you have to let go yourself. You need to surrender because you're trying to fix her and I, I want you to be a friend to her. I want you to do that. But as long as you get energetically and emotionally involved, like what uh-huh. you're doing, it's actually not helping her and it's not helping you. It's, Cause I can feel your pain as you talk about your friend and that's not yes. healthy for you. Uh, it, it is uh, emotionally distressing yeah. to me 
to see what she's going through. Right. But, you, but you know, everyone has things that they need to resolve or work on or release. The earth actually is perfectly fine. I, I know not all spiritualists believe what I believe, but I think the world is exactly how it was. It's ordered to be the way it is because this is the place of contrast. So people have contractual experiences here while they're on earth. But that doesn't mean that we're supposed to, you know, get superly emotionally involved in these contractions you know, you can still be a great friend to her, but don't let it affect you emotionally. She has okay. free will. She needs to make her own decisions. You can give her right. advice and information, but you know what I mean? I, I, I certainly do, but I, you're right. I don't see her doing it. <laughs> okay, so you have to let go. In fact, okay. what happens is when we let go, then people may feel the freedom to take action that we never thought that they would. So letting go is that mm. vulnerable place that is immensely powerful beyond anything we could possibly imagine. Oh, well, you're, you're so true. This, uh, she had a lot of trauma in her, her childhood. I'm sure. And, and I know she, she never got over it. And she's, 70, she's 71. Well, it's, uh, 71 is a young age these days. People live a very long lifetime now. It's not uncommon for people to live in their hundreds now. Right. That, so, that's what I told her. <laughs> you got to get over this. Something's well, going on. She, she needs yeah. to go get some therapy. That therapy. probably would be a good step for her. A good therapist, you know. Uh-huh. And you live in a uh-huh. great area of the country where there's more conscious and aware people, you know, so that she can start to move through these things step by step and not linger in one's history for a long period of time. I'm, I'm not a fan of that type of therapy. But um, Okay. Okay? Yep. Okay. okay. Thank you so You're much, You're welcome. Marie. We're sending her tons of kisses and bright light. I'm going to call her right, as soon as we get done. Okay. Have a great day. <laughs> Thank you. You too. Thank you. Thanks, uh, Gail, for joining us from the Portland area. 877-825-8828 is the number for the show. We'll take Brigida now calling in from Seattle. Hi, Brigida. Hello. Hi, Brigida. How are you? I I am well. Yeah, and you are one of our ticket winners. Oh, thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. I'm very excited. I was I was. Hoping for it, right? Yeah. How exciting it would be to go. Yay, now you're going. You're going. Yeah, you're going to have to tell me all about it. I sure will. So what can I do for you today? I find myself in a situation that I've never been in before. Ooh, I love those. Those are fun. Even though Um, I know you don't think it's fun. It's it's fun. Go ahead. (laughs) Well, um, um, you mentioned that it's um, midwinter break here, and my friend went and her family went to Hawaii Uh and we learned on Tuesday that she went missing (gasps) and on Wednesday Uh a body was found Uh in that same area oh my god and then that evening her husband was arrested (gasps) oh my gosh so this is a dear friend of yours this is someone who we've we've known each other since our husbands were in grad school oh my gosh. So she goes off to Hawaii, one of my favorite places. I think I've yes. been there six times, to right? To celebrate her daughter's birthday, and they've done that as a tradition. Oh, my gosh. So they have two daughters there, and I'm very concerned about them. Well, yeah. And I... Are you thinking of flying to Hawaii right now, or are the kids coming home, or, or family I, joining honestly, them in Hawaii? I don't even know how where to go from here, because yeah. he's arrested. Right, he's in jail, uh, right? Yeah, and I don't... I don't so, know. What, so I do you, do you know her parents? Her do you do you know her parents very well? I, I don't. 
Okay. So I think this might be a great time to kind of reach out to her side of the family. This is what I recommend. Since you live here in Seattle, which is their home base, I'm very sorry about your friend, but I can actually, she's communicating to me, so I'm going to be able to communicate whatever she says to you, which is going to be really interesting. Um, And she's crossed, but she is pulling her energy all the way to the first, to our dimensional, the third dimensional space. Um, which is very common when people cross. She crossed very, very quickly, and probably because this was a very shocking event for her. You know, she wasn't expecting it. And and yeah. what I heard, and I'm so sorry. Yeah, how many people get in this situation, right? Like this is right. a really big <laughs> deal, but it's actually also very important for you because nobody really knew who this guy was, even though all of you thought you did. You know what I mean? Yeah. But and, I, I. Yes. Uh, yes. I, I just. Are I you want s- to remain open? I don't know. Sure. I don't know what to do. I don't. Know well, no, I I think that's really healthy because everyone's innocent until proven guilty, right? So yeah, even if someone's been arrested, I where I want to stay, right? Which is really smart, but but at the same time, there's what I'm hearing, what I heard right away when you told your story, and I'm, again, I'm very sorry, especially for the, their children. I'm very sorry for their children. You know that. There's something about seeing people more authentically, which is something that you want to learn right now. There's something about that that you want to learn because you are extremely kind, very gracious, and very forgiving. Would you agree? Oh, yeah, we we have a hard time hearing you for some reason, but um, yeah, I'm yes, I I'm having a hard time speaking. I'm okay, sorry. of course, of course. And so sometimes things happen so that we can better see. Also, the darkness, you know, that light is an important aspect to see, but darkness is also an important aspect to see, to have conscious awareness of things that may be more gray or darker or things of that nature. And so this is, regardless of what happens, this is an opportunity for you to also embrace the darkness. And of course, innocent to proven guilty, but there is a, a reason why he was arrested so quickly. There has to be, right? Yeah. Um, and so while, while the legal profession figures that out for, for whatever reason that they arrested him so quickly, um, I encourage you to be comfortable looking into the dark. So your friend is telling me right now, she wants me to tell you that she's okay. She wants you to know that she's okay. Um, she even has a beautiful smile on her face. She's a gorgeous woman, by the way. Beautiful woman. Stunningly beautiful. She's been wrapping her energy around her children. And she's in this very high frequency energy, which I find, you know, like, wow, like pretty amazing. It isn't every day I talk to people who their life has been taken in some way. You know, it's mostly I talk to people who've died under natural causes or self-inflicted experiences, which, of course, we don't know all the details, right, of um, exactly of, of how things may have unfolded. But she wants me to tell you that she's she's feels great. She's actually in very high, high, high frequency, and her energy is, you know, encapsulating the girls or her children. Um, they're, it's almost like a cocoon. She's t- showing me like a cocoon of a butterfly, and that um, she feels confident that they really will be well taken care of. But I'm encouraging you to reach out to her parents to see how you can be of help since you live here and you know the family so well. Okay. Do you think you'd be able to do that? I can figure. I can figure some yeah, because they might need some help right now. We don't yeah. know, right? Like, right? And, and and when a dog's barking, he's going, yeah, 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 yeah. They they <laughs> they might need some help, even yeah. logistics or school things or their friends. We don't know, but um, and of course, your friend want 
would trust you completely to help with the children. Okay. I'm really, really sorry this happened. And remember, from my perception when it comes to your experience with this, it's about allowing yourself to see into the darkness as well. Yeah. Not just the light. They're both beautiful. They really are. They really are. Thank you. You're very, very very welcome, and I'm extremely sorry for everything that you and all the people involved in the family, of course, that was, you know, initially affected. You know, our our love goes out to everyone. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a beautiful day. Bye-bye. Yeah, thanks very much, Brigitte, for calling in and uh, gathering information. So we'll get her that ticket, too, oh, for Panache Desai's event Yeah, she's going to need well. that. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> she's going to need that I event. so, too. I Sounds like so Panache can, can handle this yep, really well. Exactly. Yes. Uh, we'll travel a little further south. We'll take Katie, who's calling in from the California area. Hi, Katie. Hi. Hi, Katie. How um, are you? I'm doing good. Great. Um, that last call was right? hard, but yeah. yeah. Right, um, yeah. Stuff happens sometimes, you know, it just... And, and, you know, when weird stuff happens in life that, that shocks us and kind of scares the gujibis out of us, those things also have meaning and importance. It doesn't make sense. You know, I actually mm-hmm. believe, and a lot of people may not like what I'm about to say, especially after the conversation that we just had, but I believe that each soul is choosing even how they're going to leave their body. Because souls mm-hmm. are actually, um, they want to have experiences. And when you decide to come to the physical reality, you are deciding also that it's not permanent because this is not a permanent reality. It's temporary. Every, almost every body actually dies here. I think there are some beings who are very, very evolved that do walk among us who don't actually succumb to disease or you know, their bodies don't die, but it's a really small percentage. Ultimately, the earth will be that way where as we become more conscious, we'll just consciously walk out of our bodies. We won't have to have them die from the hands of another person or a disease or a car accident or self-infliction. But every soul is choosing how they're going to exit. And, and, and so think about it. Souls are having hundreds of thousands of experiences through all their lifetimes, and they are curious about all of them. Mm-hmm. Isn't that, and, and souls have done all kinds of things, too. So that's another reason why we want to experience things. So, but yeah, that, yeah makes that, sense. Right? So what can I do for you? Well, um, I'm curious about my relationship, but I also want to ask about my head. I had a concussion huh. a, a little over a year ago uh-huh. um, in my left temple. And um, then just more recently, as my headaches were going away and I was feeling a lot better, I hit my head again. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Um, yeah, a couple of months ago, and then um, a few days ago, I hit it again, and it seemed, uh, uh, I know, this last time, it seemed like it re kind of reactivated my concussion symptoms, and yeah. I've been having headaches, and I'm just wondering if there's a message from yes. the universe. Yes, or- and, and here we are. You know, we're talking about the challenging things in life and how they are messages, too. You are super, 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 super psychic, and you keep ignoring it, so you keep hitting your head where your third eye lives. This happened to me once, actually. Uh, uh, an entire, um, like, china cabinet. I was at someone's house, and it fell on my head. I got a concussion. I couldn't even go to work oh, for at least God. a week. Yeah. And, and the universe said to me, you know, stop listening to everybody else. Listen to yourself. You know what you're talking about. So... You are very psychic and highly intuitive, and you keep deferring to everybody else. And you're not allowed to do this anymore. Mm. You should see the amount of energy that is running into your seventh chakra, which is your divine connection to 
the universe or God creation. Mm. It's so beautiful. Your third eye is perfectly placed, excellent mm. energy. And, and even as I'm telling you this, you don't believe me. So, <laughs> so here's what I want you to do. Oh, well, mm-hmm. go ahead. You can say something. <laughs> if you I, mean, I believe you. I, yeah, I just, I, maybe I need more tools to connect. With well, it. you're connected. You're connected. <laughs> Um, but I, I agree. You have to learn to. Well, first of all, what I've heard over and over and over again since we started talking is that you need to stop listening to everybody else. You need to start listening to yourself. So how about a what if okay. question? What if okay. I'm massively intuitive or psychic, fill in the blank, whatever word you want to use, multisensory, and I'm fully aware of this incredible gift that I have within myself? Mm. I think that's a great what if question. I really like that. Uh-huh. And I want you to start saying that like every hour. You can say it in your head or you can say it out loud. And then lo and behold, you're going to start to have an awareness of your psychic ability. And you'll okay. stop hitting your head. Great. That sounds good. Okay. Okay. I'm wondering if it's related to my relationship too. Because... There is an aspect of your relationship, but it's not a horrible relationship. So don't worry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. And don't, you know, sometimes people are afraid to see the truth because they think it's going to change their life. And it could, but you have free will. Mm -hmm. You still get to do whatever you want. So being psychic doesn't mean you have to follow your intuition. It means (laughs) that you have the ability to get more information and make different choices. It's always best to follow one's intuition, at least from my Mm -hmm. perspective, but it's not a requirement Mm -hmm. and there's no, you know, you, you don't get in trouble. If you don't, <laughs> okay, okay. okay. Well, Keep us posted. I can't wait to hear about this. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks, Katie, for joining us from the California area. Eight seven seven eight two five eight eight two eight is the number. We'll take now. Valerie calling in from Seattle. Hi, Valerie. Hi. Good morning, everybody. Good and morning. Marie, thank you so much. That workshop, Fear the Final Frontier. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm so glad you liked it. It was so fun. What an incredible. <laughs> Incredible group well, of people. Where do you not have fun, Marie? Oh, thank you. I know I love my work. I, I really, <laughs> really, really love it. And Valerie, we're giving you the other ticket. I know. Yay, you get to go see Panache. Yay, I love it. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm so happy for you. Congratulations. I think that's amazing. So what can I do for you right now? And thank you again for taking the online course. Oh, well, actually, I was in in your audience. Oh, lovely. Oh, lovely. Wasn't that a lovely facility? Yeah. I can't wait to teach there again. So cool. I know. And the doll soup smelled so good they were making. Ooh. I had to get the recipe. (laughs) (laughs) Good for you. So what can I do for you now? Well, you might not recognize me because things have shifted so much, Mm. and they still are, and I'm excited about Mm. that. You did say I love my work so much, and that's my lead-in. I love my work so much. What do I need to know or do to work? Um, <laughs> okay, so what do you do for work? Well, I haven't since I've relocated. Uh-huh. And um, I'm a craniosacral practitioner. And by the way, the young gal who called. Yes, and about the headaches. And anybody with a concussion, I'm not saying it would be me, but craniosacral was what changed my brain. Yeah, powerful. Great advice. Great oh, advice. Oh, it was incredible. Great I advice. didn't even have any faith in it. I mean, I was a practitioner, but I did go to an osteopath who did fabulous. 
that's wonderful. Cranial adjustment. So overall, I think, you know, that you've wanted a little bit of a sabbatical. I think you've wanted to rest and just kind of play. Which is, My permission slip. Yeah, here. it's really healthy and wonderful. So I think work's going to pick up whenever you're ready. And I don't think you're quite ready yet. Okay. Would you agree? Well, well I'm, I'm feeling, feeling it's like a spring. However, I'm seeing that I'm still in the winter. Mm-hmm. And I'm still in the rest. And I'm very introspective and quiet. And I feel like I'm doing some really good work and realizing things on a different level. I agree. Than I, thank you. I agree. And I think this is just going to elevate your consciousness so that when you go back to work, you're going to be able to work on a deeper level. And and sabbaticals or time off vacations typically bring that to us, that creative spirit, you know, all the things that we're looking for. So that's, I just wouldn't worry about it. I would use the what if question. What if I go back to work at the perfect time and my business is full and I love it and I'm having a blast? Those what-if questions are magic. Thank you. I agree. My, my new what-if cards are almost completed. So um, we'll, we'll have those available um, very soon. Well, Marie, would there ever be a reason or in- interest that I ought to pursue for mediumship? Anything multisensory, it's, it's your alley. Anything you love, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. okay? Well, well, okay. I'm going to be looking at you then. Oh, yeah. Again gonna, and again. I'll be looking. <laughs> thank you. You're very and welcome. Thank you so much for everything you're doing for the world. Oh, you're welcome. It's We're so pleasure. lucky. Oh, thank you. We all are very, very wonderful beings. Yeah, but thanks, thank Valerie. you so much. Yeah, very, some kind words there. Right? Super kind. Last one. Let's sneak <gasps> her in. Yep. Last ne- one. Neva from Charlotte, North Carolina. Hi, Neva. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Hi. I can't believe I get to talk to you. Yes. It's amazing. It's wonderful. What can I do for you? Thank you. I'll make it quick. I am a one-year breast cancer survivor. Oh, congratulations. We're so happy for you. Congratulations. Um, I went ahead with the treatment with the double mastectomy, Mm -hmm. and I did the chemo. But when it came to the follow-up stuff, I didn't like it. And so I I quit taking it. Great. Great. And I'm doing a naturopath thing right now, and I just wanted to get a confirmation that I'm doing the right thing or you if are. anything else I need to do. No, you're doing the right thing. And that's what, you know, medicine, including modern medicine, people need to feel what works for them. Yep. You know, that's mm-hmm. the most important thing. So you took the medication at the time that you felt that was effective, bilateral mastectomy. Yeah. And then yeah. you don't want to take the medication long term, which I think is really no, healthy because we want your immune system to bounce back. Yeah. So I would just recommend that you fall madly and deeply in love with yourself. That's what your being wants. So that great what if question, what if I fall madly in love with me every hour? Say this for like a couple minutes in your brain if you want to or out loud. And I'm just so proud of you and I'm so happy for you. I'm very happy for your recovery and your wellness. We're just very excited for you. Well, good to you. Oh, this makes me so happy. <laughs> Good. You so You're much. welcome. You're welcome. I'm so glad we got to sneak you in yep. at the end of this show. And we thank everyone for listening. Thank you, Benny, for giving the tickets away to our Seattle people um, so they can go see Panache. Did I say Panache Desai? Yes. I said it right. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Have a beautiful day, everyone. Joyful blessings. Bye bye.